Good morning. Good morning. I forgot I was supposed to talk. Hello. <laughs> Let's worship together, shall we? One, two, three. Stand and sing with us. Some glad morning when this life is over, I'll fly away to a home on God's celestial shore. Give me oil in my lamp, keep me burning, burning, burning. Give me oil in my lamp, I pray. Give me oil in my lamp, keep me burning, burning, burning. Keep me burning till the break of day. Sing, Hosanna, sing, Hosanna, sing, Hosanna to the King of Kings. Sing, Hosanna, sing, Hosanna, sing, Hosanna to the King. When the shadows of this life have gone, I'll fly away. Like a bird from prison bars is flown, I'll fly away. I'll fly away, oh glory, I'll fly away in the morning. When I die, hallelujah, by and by. Sing, Hosanna, sing, Hosanna, sing, Hosanna to the King of Kings. Sing, Hosanna, sing, Hosanna, sing, Hosanna to the King. Just a few more weary days and then I'll fly away to a land where joy shall never end. Stand or sit, it's up to you. The splendor of a king Clothed in majesty Let all the earth rejoice All the earth rejoice He wraps himself in light And darkness tries to hide and trembles at his voice and trembles at his voice how great is our god sing with me how great is our god and all will see how great how great is our god Beginning and the end, beginning and the end. The Godhead three in one, Father, Spirit, 
lion and the lamb, the lion and the lamb. How great is our God. Sing with me how great is our God. And all will see how great, how great is our It's so good to see all of you here Amen. and to see all the kids. And the, I saw some kids dancing a while ago. So, kiddos, you need to keep that up. Just an uh, announcement about Operation Christmas Child boxes. They're still available for sale in the, in the lobby for only $2 each. And these are the plastic ones that will last many, many years, reminding those children of the love of God and that somebody on the other side of the world loves them. And I think Carl had something. I just wanted to say the plastic boxes they're asking two bucks for, but we've also got the cardboard boxes, and you can take as many of those as you want, and they're free. We're going to have Blessing the Boxes Sunday, November 14th. There are also brochures, which you're going to want on the table. If you're packing boxes, uh, you ought to have a brochure. So just inside the narthex. Thanks, Carl. If you or a group you're in would like to sponsor a trunk for the Trunk or Treat on October 30th, you can also sign up inside. At last count this morning, we only had seven people from our church signed up to provide a trunk. So we really need you to consider doing that. And don't forget, candy donations are welcome too. And Pumpkin Patch has a lot of open spaces this week. And I was looking at Saturday. Yeah, next Saturday's completely empty. So if somebody can volunteer, we'd really appreciate it. So that's it for the announcements. Let's have a little more worship and song.
Jesus, Jesus, in whom we trust, Jesus, who taught us to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. Remind us often how truly blessed we are through our riches in him. Christ Jesus, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Lord, we're here to proclaim good news, provide for those in need, and plant tomorrow. We ask that you enliven our souls as we hear your word today and remind us often of the sacrifice of Jesus who died for us. Forgive our foolish ways and fill us with your love. In the name of Jesus we pray. Today's scripture reading comes from Psalm 37, verses 1 through 9, and I'm reading from the New International Version. Do not fret because of those who are evil, or be envious of those who do wrong. For like the grass, they will soon wither. Like green plants, they will soon die away. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him, and he will do this. He will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn, your vindication like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. Refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not fret. It only leads to evil. For those who are evil will be destroyed. But those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land. The word of God for the people of God. Wonderful, so wonderful is your 
Good morning, friends and neighbors and children. We're all children here, right? I've learned this. It's fun to be a child at heart your whole life because you get to do silly stuff. We're going to have the kiddos come forward. If you haven't come forward yet, kiddos, come on up. And I'm going to invite up a good friend of mine. Her name is Miss Chelsea. At least that's what I call her. I hear she also goes by Coach Faye. And Miss Chelsea is going to do a children's sermon for us. She gets to do this every year at the patch, and I absolutely love it. So I'm going to be her assistant. And you guys are going to listen to what Miss Chelsea has to say, but there's one big rule that we need to follow, okay? We need to make sure everybody can see, including the littles behind us. And we need to keep our hands to ourselves because Miss Chelsea is carving a pumpkin. All right, so we are carving a pumpkin today. Now, I have found the perfect pumpkin in the patch. Everybody, look, see? See my perfect pumpkin? I see questions in your eyes. Are you, 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 you don't think it's the perfect pumpkin? What's wrong with my pumpkin? It's not carved yet. Well, it's not carved yet, but somebody's looking at it and pointing to some spots that I have on my pumpkin. I haven't cut that out yet. I'm going to cut that out with you guys. So, you guys see the hole that is in my pumpkin. You see the mold growing on the top of my pumpkin. But... It is still the perfect pumpkin because God makes everything in his image. And he has wonderful ways of transforming what we see as possibly not the best and making it something beautiful. So first off, we need to make sure that we have all of the gunk out of the pumpkin because our first thing First, jack-o'-lanterns were made to ward off the evil. But we know who really wards off evil. Who is it? God. God. God will take us, open us up, 
and he will put his hand in and pull out all of the gunk that we have accumulated. That is our not listening to mom and dad and cleaning our room. That's throwing a fit when we are supposed to be following directions. <laughs> this one's not doing our homework when we're supposed to and then telling our teacher our dog ate it. Oops, sorry, sweetie. This one is being mean to sister or brother when we're supposed to be being nice to them. I have one more handful I think I can get out of here. What's one more thing that you could think of that God will clean out of you? Sin. There we go. That's a big one. I was waiting for that one. All right. So God will take all of our sin, and he tosses it away. I'm not going to toss that back there, otherwise I might get somebody, and I don't think the choir would like that. Yes, that is all your sin taken out of your pumpkin. Almost. There are a couple of seeds in there that I'm not sure I can get. Oh, we need to stay on the floor, okay? And if the people in front can sort of scrunch down a little bit, the people coming back can see better. Cool, let's see if we can get the rest of this out. But yes, this is the rest of your sin coming out of the pumpkin. All right, now what do we need for a pumpkin to make it look like you? But what do you have? What's on your face? You need a face, so I need some eyes. Alright, watch fingers. Hey, Miss Chelsea, why do you have two Eyes, nose, and mouth. Why do you have two noses, Miss Chelsea? Because she has one. Alright, there is one eye. She has years of practice. <laughs> yeah. So, Miss Chelsea, you'll turn it around so everybody can see, alright? But she has to see where she's cutting. Alright, and that one spot that you guys were worried about, guess what? What? It's part of the eye. You ever heard the Bible verse that says make sure you take out the log in your eye? Yeah. Don't look for the speck in somebody else's eye. Make sure you have the log out of your own. There's the mouth. All right, now, how do we shine God's light? A candle, but how do you guys, how would you guys shine love's light, God's light? There you go. And showing his... Love, because I gave you I gave you that answer. I did not mean to. All right. So, for a jack-o'-lantern, we put a candle in. For you guys, it's by your actions. All right. So, if you look very carefully, you can actually see the light coming out. How about we all go around to the front and we take turns looking, maybe? Or Miss Chelsea will turn it for us. All right. So, now... You are shining the light of God to the world. Will you guys pray with me? Yes. Say, dear God, thank you for letting us be the light that shines your love for all the world to see. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you, guys, and thank you, Miss Chelsea. Let's everybody return back to our seats so we can have more music. So that was the fastest pumpkin park carving thing I've ever seen in my life. It's a good thing. So let me ask you guys a question. How brave are you feeling today? Really brave? Good. Okay. So I want you to do something. Raise your hand if you attended kindergarten. Okay. Oh. Or first grade. <laughs> cool. See, that wasn't so hard. <laughs> now. Raise your hand if the teacher asked a question and you knew the answer. And you probably said, me, me, choose me, right? Judy, I, I bet you did that. <laughs> now raise your hand if someone has ever done something really, really special to you or for you. Good. Now here's something that's really special. Raise your hand if you know that Jesus is good. Amen. Raise your hand if you know that he's God. Raise your hand if you know that he's good God Almighty.
Great to see all of you this morning. Some of you I haven't seen in a while, and I'm really happy to see you. It's great that you're here this morning. If you have a joy or a concern, you're either going to have to scream or walk up here where I can hear you otherwise. But I'll start out the joys and concerns with the joy that it is to see all of you here on this beautiful morning. Isn't this great? Isn't this great? It's, it's what? It's supposed to be 94 today. Is that right? Something like something like that. And we've got perfect conditions, right? So praise the Lord for that. Thank you, Lord. I've got a joy. I've got a, I've, I've got a big rainbow. I got to spend the day yesterday in prison, you know, so which is great. I mean, it, it, it truly is. It really does me good. It, it makes me remember what I have and the blessings that I have. We're starting out the the Kairos team that I that I take part in is starting. We got to go to a different unit yesterday for the very first time for an all day Kairos thing. Y'all know we normally do the three day things, but things are still not quite back to normal. But anyway, I got to spend all day yesterday locked up, and it was great. Praise the Lord. Really is encouraging when you see the Christian community that's inside of the prisons here. Anyway, so praise the Lord for that. I also wanna I wanna be very thankful to everybody who showed up on when was it? Tuesday? Thursday? When did we get the pumpkins? I don't even know. Thursday, everybody that showed up to help unload the pumpkins, it was great because we didn't get to do our our normal evolution. Yeah. 
with a cast of a hundred young people, right? So anyway, so uh, a, a big, big mahalo to everybody who helped out on that deal on Thursday. Let's let's pray. Gracious and loving God, we thank you. We thank you for this beautiful, beautiful morning and everything that you bless us with. We thank you for the blessings of liberty. We thank you for the blessings of life and love, family, friendship, and all the good that you give us. We thank you that, that we can be in this place and worship you, worship you here on this hill in front of this church so that others may see that there are people that love and worship you. Lord, we lift up those anywhere who need healing in their bodies, their minds, or their souls. We lift up those that don't have the basic necessities of life. We lift up those that are suffering from any type of violence in the world. Lord, we lift up the leaders of this nation and all the nations of the world that they would seek and do your will so that your children could live together in peace and harmony. Lord, we thank you particularly for everything that you have blessed us with. We ask, Lord, that you would open our ears and our understanding as your word is proclaimed this morning. And we ask that you would lead us all with your Holy Spirit, that we would remember that we are Jesus' hands and feet and eyes and ears in this world. And now we pray as he taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Microphone picks up the wind pretty well, doesn't it? I hope it won't be too distracting. This morning, we are we are continuing our um, our short series on the fruit of the spirit. Last Sunday, we talked about a sower going out to sow, and we talked about good soil it takes good soil to produce a good crop. And the fruit of the spirit is really the result of spiritual formation that comes from spiritual disciplines that teach us how to have the mind of Christ. And if we have the mind of Christ, we have the character of Christ. And if we have the character of Christ, we exhibit the fruit of the Spirit that we read about in Galatians. So our scripture reading this morning is from Galatians chapter 5. Verses 22 through 26, consider the word of the Lord. By contrast, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against such things. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also be guided by the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, competing against one another, envying one another. The word of the Lord for the people of the Lord. Please be in prayer with me and for me. Gracious and loving God, we thank you for this beautiful morning. We thank you for the change of season and all the blessings that you bestow upon us. Now may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our strength 
and our salvation. Amen. So this morning, we're going to talk about the first three of the fruit of the Spirit that are listed here in Galatians. Love, joy, and peace. Love, joy, and peace. Well, we all know what love is, right? And those of you who have heard me say this before realize that love is not mm, a fluffy feeling or some emotional outburst. Love is an action verb. Love is an action verb. We need always remember that. And I'm going to read one of the best descriptions, I believe, in all of Scripture that, that reminds us and shows us what love is comes from Luke chapter 10. And it's a story we're all familiar with. It's the story of the Good Samaritan. But I want you to listen just to this brief passage. I wonder if it was windy on that road from Jerusalem down to Jericho. Anyway. But a Samaritan, while traveling, came near him. And when he saw him, he was moved with pity. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, having poured oil and wine on them. Then he put him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper, and said, Take care of him, and when I come back, I will repay you whatever more you spend. Which of these three do you think was a neighbor? And I'll paraphrase what Jesus said there. I'll say, which of these three do you think showed love to the man on the road? And as we saw there, in, in that brief passage, just those few verses that I read there, there were ten. Did y'all count them? There were ten action verbs that the Samaritan did, okay? He didn't just walk by the guy and say, well, it looks like you've fallen on hard times and, you know, give him a, a $20 bill or something and walk on. He did something. He took care of him. Love is the action that wills good, that does good for another person. That's what it is, pure and simple, pure and simple. It's an action verb that considers the other, the other. It doesn't consider the me, it considers the other. That's what love is. And Paul, in 1 Corinthians, has that passage about, you know, in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, there's that passage about love. This shows a lot of good characteristics of love, but I just want to talk about three of them this morning, or th three things that have to do with it. The first thing there is, in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 2, it says, If I have all faith, such as to remove mountains, that's pretty good, that's pretty good, and I have not love, I am nothing, nothing. Right? So that's pretty interesting. One can have great faith and still not demonstrate love. And then it says, among other things, that love does not seek its own. Love again is concerned with the other, with the other person. It doesn't seek its own. If it's seeking its own if if you're seeking your own, it ain't love. I'm not sure what it might be. It might be a number of things, but love does not seek its own. And then another thing that it tells us about love there is, is that love rejoices. Love rejoices in the truth, in the truth. Okay. So again, if we're dealing in deception, if we're dealing in lies, 
we're not loving. Love rejoices in the truth. And this is, this is one of the things about love that is, I believe, vitally important to us today. Because we live in a world, we live in a world with so much untruth and so many lies. And there are even people that build their lives around lies and untruth. It's not love. It's not love. And the last thing I'll say about love right now, or love in particular, is, again, I want to emphasize, love is an action verb, an action verb. What's that scripture in John 3.16 that every, you know, everybody knows, and they, they sit behind home plate? I'm sure, I guess, I don't, I don't know. This is October. I guess the World Series will be going on pretty soon if it's not already going on. I don't know. But I, I think it's the time of year for it, more or less. And so there's always somebody sitting behind home plate, and it says John 3.16, right? But again, what does it say? It says, for God so loved the world that God did what? He gave. He gave. Again, God did an action. Love is an action verb. It's not just some goofy feeling. And the second fruit of the Spirit that's listed, listed there in Galatians chapter 5 is joy. Joy. That's a fruit of the Spirit. What is joy? Have you thought about that? Have you ever thought about it? Joy is not happiness. Happiness is fleeting. You might get happy if you get a new car, but you're not going to stay happy. You know, the, the, the first time it breaks down or somebody slams a grocery cart into it, at HEB, right, and it gets a door ding, you know, you're going to, your happiness is going to evaporate pretty rapidly. Joy is confidence. It's confidence in the goodness of God's universe and, that the, and the way things are. It's something that can't be taken away from you. The Bible tells us that, you know, the world can't give you joy, and it can't take it away from you. It's, it's that confidence in the overall goodness of God's universe, regardless of what things look like or what else is going on. The best joy verse, I think, in Scripture also comes from Luke. It comes from Luke chapter 2, and it's one that we'll be reading month after next, right? In Luke chapter 2 there, it says, what? It says, the angel of the Lord said, be not afraid, be not afraid, for today I bring you good news of great joy to all people, right? Today in the city of David is born a Savior, Christ the Lord. Now that's something to be joyful about. That's something to be joyful about, and that's something that will, will maintain your joy if you meditate on it and think about it. We cannot save ourselves. It's that simple. But Jesus can, right? And we can, we can rest in that joy, in that assurance, the overall wonder and goodness and security in God's great universe. When you've got that, you've got joy. And it can't be taken away from you. It tells us in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, right? It says what? And Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, right? For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. Because he knew regardless of what things looked like, even when he was hanging on a cross, that God was in charge. And everything in the universe was okay. It was okay. And he knew that. That's joy. That's true joy. And then, and then we come to peace, right? Peace is not the absence of conflict. 
Some people might think that. But here we're talking about peace that's the fruit of the Spirit. Peace that takes place in, in society or between nations is a different thing than what we're talking about here. Here we're talking about peace that each and every one of us gets as a fruit of the Spirit and continues to grow in us. Peace is that assurance in the end outcome, in the overall goodness of what God is going to do and knowing again that God is in control. That's peace. That's peace when you get that. And Jesus said what? He said, my peace I give you. My peace I give you, right? And again, we get that from following the Holy Spirit and listening there. Now, I think that a great, great example of peace in the Bible and, and, living, into, and, and living into Christ's character, which is, what is, is, which is what we're going for, right? And living into Christ's character is, again, I lean heavily on Luke today. In Luke chapter 8, Remember that? Jesus had had a hard day preaching and all that, and they were going to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, and they, they, Jesus and the disciples get in the boat, and Jesus lays down and goes to sleep, right? He goes to sleep. And a storm comes up, a storm comes up, and the boat starts rocking and all that, and the disciples freak out, which is kind of odd, isn't it? A good percentage of those guys were fishermen, right? So what's with that? Must have been a pretty good storm. Must have been a pretty good storm. Anyway, they freak out, and they wake Jesus up, and Jesus takes care of the storm. It's no big deal when you created the heavens and the earth, right, to, uh, to tell a thunderstorm or uh, a little squall out on the, uh, on the sea to calm down. But you remember what Jesus said to the disciples when he got through calming the storm down. He said, where is your faith? Where is your faith? So the next time you don't feel at peace, ask yourself, where is my faith? What is my faith really in? Because if your faith is really in God, you'll have peace, right? One of my favorite hymns, Horatio G. Spafford, right? He was the author. Horatio G. Spafford, right? And most of you know it, right? It says, when peace like a river attendeth my way, or sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul, right? And that's peace. That's peace when you know that, again, regardless of what things look like, you know, it's okay. God's in charge. God is in charge. So, if you want to live with love in your life, if you want to live with joy in your life, if you want to live with peace in your life, remember 100% of the time, God is in charge, and everything is okay because God loves you so very, very much. Amen? Y'all go in peace, and go with the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Amen. torn between myself and your truth these cursed memories forever seeping through oh my thirst for myself left me wanting more till I found myself face down on your shore 
again.